This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Get Certified Together program is created by Technocofe, your free online knowledge sharing website based out in London. So what Cloud Security Alliance consider when they provide this cloud reference architecture to us? First is business and operational support system. So BOSS systems are nothing but applications which support your day-to-day work, day-to-day tasks. For example, handling the tickets raised by the customer, providing a CRM or customer relationship management tool to end users. So a lot of things comes under this BOSS system. And CSA recommend SAP support, Welcome to Get Certified Podcast Series. We are here again in episode number 19 of the whole series and specifically episode number 4 for CCSP series. Before we start cloud security topics for this week, I want to share a couple of things with you guys. I'm not sure if you heard about it, but there is an app specifically made for iOS as of now, but soon they will be launching it on Android as well. So name of the app is Wisdom app and you can actually download it and listen a lot of other podcasters as well. They share small snippets of their podcast, small snippets from their wisdom. You can even go and ask questions with them directly and they're going to answer it. I recently got invite from them to be part of it. So I created a handle for myself, socially technical. So I am planning to share my not wisdom wisdom is a big word but share my knowledge in that app from my handle itself you can go check it out so what i'll be covering using that handle is mainly the topics which are other than cloud security or any certification exam as a whole those topics will be most related to what's happening day to day in the technology world any news maybe a bit about politics a bit about sports as well i'm sure you all must be following world cup i am following it and rooting for both for portugal and england because of course my country is not playing but I am in England, I know all the players, they are from Premier League and I follow Premier League from quite a long time. So I am rooting for those two teams and hopefully one of them gonna lift the World Cup this time. Via socially technical handle, we'll be just having a chit chat about all this information. Plus, I am also starting two new learning curve for me because I am a cloud architect already. I have a good knowledge of private IT cloud and AWS cloud as well. There are a lot of new things happening in AWS cloud itself. Recently, we had AWS reInvent where a lot of new solutions from AWS were pitched by the executives, by the management and quite a lot of interesting things happening in the whole public cloud domain itself. What I thought is having an existing knowledge of AWS cloud is not enough. I should have to upgrade myself. And it is very important to keep on sharpening your skills based on what is happening in the market because technology is very dynamic. It's changing day to day. And if you are not keeping up with the pace of that change, 
soon you're gonna be working on old technology which is not really good for anyone's career so i'm starting this aws advanced learning curve for myself and i'll be sharing that apart from this i am also planning to learn python so python is one of the programming language i already know a bits and pieces of the language and i read somewhere which really got stuck inside my mind that if you want to keep your job safe for another decade no matter in which technology field you are in it's good to have that you know any one of the programming language either python or golang even simple bash scripting so any kind of programming knowledge is a must to have and 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 that really shaken me up i thought of restarting my python learning path so uh, i'm starting my python learning again so both of them will be part of my socially technical handle and i'll be sharing my python learning my aws cloud learning as well as what is happening day to day in different aspect of life i'll be sharing everything so that's all for information let's move on to this week's episode topic for cloud security so last week we covered about cloud service model and cloud deployment model so let me give you a quick recap about what we covered last week i told you guys about cloud deployment models and cloud service models cloud deployment model is the way you deploy your cloud if an organization because of privacy because of more enhanced security they want to keep everything on premise they want to keep everything under their control they can deploy whole infrastructure stack themselves they can hire cloud architects virtualization experts cloud application users and just run everything in house so that's something private cloud is then we have public cloud which is aws azure basically there are companies who are creating and managing everything for you you simply have to create your account and start working on their data center they will get a nice remote console and you can start deploying your application right away there is a different kind of deployment model which is hybrid in which you have a mix of both private and public cloud then of course i told you about different service models infrastructure as a service platform as a service and software as a service we discussed about different cloud roles as well cloud architect cloud administrator cloud data architect cloud storage architect and cloud operation engineer so a lot of different cloud based roles which may or may not be same person but this is something any organization before they are moving from existing traditional infrastructure to a cloud based deployment they have to consider everything the kind of team which they want to build up which will be working in future on the cloud so in this week's episode let me take you to the next level of our cloud journey which is why any organization will be thinking of before they are deciding whether it is really good for them to move from their traditional infrastructure to a cloud based infrastructure what are the key consideration we discussed about five characteristics and and you might be having a question in mind that this is something which we already covered right those five characteristics should be a good reason for any company to decide on and go for cloud based deployment but it's not that simple actually because those five characteristics are quite generic and they they are not providing a good overall picture so let me give you an advanced list of consideration which any organization must be thinking of before moving to cloud first we start with interoperability so interoperability is nothing but capability of your application to run on different cloud what i mean by this is if you are running your whole application stack on aws probably you must be getting a lot of advantages you can use all the aws solution offerings you can have maybe a discounted price from aws as well because you are because you are a big customer you have already purchased from them but if say tomorrow due to any reason maybe maybe suddenly tomorrow aws increase their price for the solution which you are using and 
and your business team is quite reluctant to keep on continuing with AWS. What are you going to do? You are almost logged in into that vendor. You cannot move from AWS to any other cloud service provider. Well, that is something which we consider as part of interoperability. Basically, your application must be compatible with more than one cloud service provider. And that is one of the key consideration which any business takes before deciding whether they are whether they should be going to cloud-based deployment from their existing infrastructure because last thing you want is vendor lock-in scenario where you are you have everything on a particular cloud service provider and you cannot do anything and almost similar to interoperability is portability so portability sounds same it actually covers the similar kind of use case where your application must be compatible with different cloud service provider but scenario is different in portability why you want your application to support multiple cloud service providers because of maybe a scenario where where you want your application to switch to a dr site which is running on a different cloud service provider it is highly unlikely that AWS goes down and you have to switch your application which is already running as a disaster recovery site on Azure. But business always consider worst case scenarios while investing a lot of money into the cloud-based deployments. This is one of the scenario as well where you consider portability as one of the aspect. And moving on from interoperability and portability is another key consideration which is availability. Before we switch to availability, let me remind you guys about CIA triad. If you remember, we read about it in CompTIA as well. Confidentiality, integrity and availability are the three pillars of security. Any cloud security revolves around these three pillars. If you are putting your data, your information on the cloud-based deployment, cloud-based application, you need to consider these three again as well. You need to consider that application which is being put on the cloud is storing all the information with confidentiality. It is maintaining its integrity and it is always available as well. And that's something which any business also considers before moving their application from traditional to the cloud-based deployment. Your application should always be available. Cloud service providers calculate this availability in terms of 4.9 or 5, 5.9, 6.9, which is nothing but 99.999, So anywhere, if you hear this term 4.9 or 5.9, this is nothing but the percent which anyone claims that they will be providing to you the availability percentage. And apart from all of this, of course, when you're putting your application, when you're migrating your business from existing infrastructure to a cloud-based deployment, when you're going to hold this digital transformation journey, you have to consider about auditability and governance as well. Basically, all your data, all your information is on someone else's computer, is managed or maintained by someone else's data center. And someone should be liable for the compliance. Someone should be liable for the logging information. Someone should be liable for all the events Events which are happening in the cloud in your data in your information you need any business also take these part as a key consideration as well so you need to understand that beside those five characteristics which we talked about in the last week's episode basically measured services broad network access elasticity resource pooling and on-demand self-service so beside those five characteristics 
any business also considers a lot of other aspects before moving to this digital transformation journey from traditional to cloud-based deployment. You may or may not find questions related to this directly into the exam because this is a pretty simple topic, but it is good to have knowledge before you start working on cloud or cloud security because you must be, because you must have to understand why any company or any organization really move to cloud-based deployment at first place. We have a lot of use cases. We have a lot of key consideration which any organization considers and then they decide moving to a cloud-based deployment. Now let us take the next step on the ladder. By now organization business have already considered all the aspects. They have decided what kind of deployment model they want to use. They have also decided what kind of service model they want to use from that deployment model. They have relevant engineers. They have the competency actual architects who can go on and start working on their day-to-day -day work, deploying and designing whole cloud-based deployment. But what actually they will be designing? What actually they will be architecting? Now comes his cloud architecture. Cloud architecture is as relevant in today's world as it was in age-old enterprise architecting, where everything was on-prem and enterprise was managing and handling everything. So if you are in... This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The technical field for more than 10 years when there was no cloud, you must have heard about enterprise architect. So basically everything in a monolith, all applications running on big mainframe servers and someone was managing all those servers, all those physical mainframe servers. There was a database administrator who was managing whole database storage as well. So those are the part of enterprise architecture. And beside that, there was different team related to program management, related to day-to-day -day change management and, and operations team to manage those application daily. So there were a lot of teams involved in the enterprise architecture. Same is still relevant for cloud-based architecture as well. You still need change management team. You still need a program management to understand and to plan the deployment or plan the new modifications in the existing application. You still need day-to-day -day operations, engineer, operational management. So basically those all architectural concepts are still as relevant as they were before. 
So that's why Cloud Security Alliance provides us with a cloud reference architecture, which any organization can follow. So what Cloud Security Alliance consider when they provide this cloud reference architecture to us? First is business and operational support system. So BOSS systems are nothing but applications which support your day-to-day -day work, day-to-day task for example handling the tickets raised by the customer providing a crm or customer relationship management tool to end users so a lot of things comes under this boss system and csa recommend sapsa or sherwood applied business security architecture for referencing and for following if you want to design your boss systems beside boss system you can use age-old ITIL and TOGAF architecture for designing and building your enterprise application and managing your day-to-day -day IT operations. So those are still relevant. Those are still being considered by organizations before they move into designing their cloud architecture. Of course, AWS also provide their own standard, their own application framework. And, and I highly recommend that you guys go and check out their official architecture frameworks. They will give you a good idea about how anyone can design a particular cloud-based deployment or cloud-based architecture based on their own use case. Not all solutions offered by AWS or offered by any cloud service provider are relevant for you or anyone if they have different use cases or if they have different application deployment model. So every scenario, every use case is different. Every use case is unique and you can go and check different multiple ways in which anyone can design or anyone can architect their cloud-based deployment, cloud-based architecture. Okay, now moving on to next step of the ladder. We have by now already considered the architecture framework. We have considered deployment model. We have considered what kind of service model we want to use. We have a team of competent engineers and architect in our organization as well. Let us understand a bit about security concepts related to or relevant to cloud computing. Now we are on to the real topic because this is what cloud security is all about. This is what CCSP is all about, cloud security concepts. In today's episode, we don't have much time left. So I'll be only covering two aspects today and rest of the aspects along with the next topic we will cover in the next week episode. And those two topics are network security and IAM or identity and access management. And now you all must be thinking, wait, network security, IAM, we have already covered these topics in security plus as well. Why they are coming again in cloud security? Isn't cloud is more advanced form? Isn't cloud should already be taking care of all these aspects if we are really moving from traditional to a more advanced deployment model? In a way, it's correct because most of the aspects related to network security are with cloud service provider now. So as a cloud user, you are no more concerned about the actual physical data center security. You are, you are no more concerned about how anyone is accessing my data center, my servers. Are there enough physical controls in place to deter any, any intruder? Or how different cloud users are segregated if they are all using the same resources because everything is pooled, remember? So different clients, different users are using the same infrastructure and it is upon cloud service provider how they are actually segregating, how, how they are doing the segmentation using VLAN or any other advanced form. Most of the things are actually transferred from user to cloud service provider. But that doesn't leave us, we as a user, to do anything. That doesn't mean that we as a user don't, don't have to do anything, don't have to touch anything. So network security in cloud comes up with a new unique challenges, which are related to your application itself. So 
your application still will be accessible by a specific port, still will be using some IP address, right? Who will be ensuring that that IP address or the security ports which you are using for your application are only open for the relevant protocol? For example, you are not using port number 80, which is unsecure, remember, HTTP. You are using 443 HTTPS. So this is not something which cloud service provider will be doing for you. As an application architect, or as a cloud architect from your team, they have to ensure that they are using it properly, they are defining it properly on the cloud, on the virtual machine itself. So that's something which CSP will not take any liability for. And if by any reason you, you left some ports open, then it is your responsibility. So just remember only physical aspects of networking is with cloud service provider. Logical networking is still with you. So you have to ensure that your application networking is secured, it designed properly. And of course, these days we are hearing a lot about edge computing as well. And if you are using similar kind of use cases where you are deploying some of your workloads on the edge, then how your workloads on the edge are talking to the main data center or are talking to a different different cloud location. These All these aspects you need to consider yourself and you as an application owner or as a cloud architect must be taken care of. And remember one more thing, cloud security is based on shared responsibility model. So everything between you and cloud service provider is shared and this actually covers security as well. So you need to make sure that you are doing your part and CSP have to make sure that they are doing their part. Only then you're gonna have best security posture for your cloud-based deployment. Moving on from network security, let us discuss something about IAM as well. Now IAM, I feel it's more relevant, more critical now compared to the age old traditional modeling because in cloud-based deployment, access management have its own challenges. You now have to consider not only different users or different people who are accessing the cloud, accessing the applications, but also systems accessing each other as well. For example, if you are using one serverless application, that application might be talking to another virtual machine or another container or Kubernetes based deployment inside your whole application design, which any user or any person is not aware of. So your system itself, they are talking to each other in cloud-based deployment and, and IAM should cover everything. It's not only for actual people or actual users, it's for everything, system, users and all. And for any IAM solution to work in best manner, you need to consider different key phases. First is provisioning and deprovisioning. You need to make sure that you are creating a new user whenever someone is coming in or whenever a new system is deployed in your application architecture. You have to consider the creation of new user for it, which comes under provisioning part. And of course, if that system is decommissioned or if the user itself left the organization, you need to deprovision the access of that user or access for that system. We need a centralized directory services because like I told you, cloud is spread everywhere. One of the characteristic, if you remember, is broad network access. So you may have teams all over the world spread across and logging into your cloud-based deployment. What you really want for them is having a centralized directory services so that you can control who is accessing what and any person or any system had what kind of or what level of access, which can only be ensured if you are using a centralized directory services. If you remember, we covered this topic already in Security Plus, Active Directory provided by Microsoft and LDAP protocol, which is used to access the information out of that directory. So often people get confused between LDAP and 
Active Directory. Just remember one thing, Active Directory is the actual information database and LDAP is one of the protocol which is used commonly to access the information out of that Active Directory. So those two are different things. Please stop using them and please stop using them interchangeably. They are completely different concepts. Another key phase in IAM is privileged user access management. Just remember one thing, if you are a hacker, who you want to attack first or whose credential you want to harvest, a normal day-to-day -day operational engineer who have limited access or an admin user who have administrator level access or root level access, of course you want to target the privileged user. So privileged user access management is ensuring that you have only limited number of users who have advanced level of access and no matter how many users are there with similar kind of access in your organization even if it's one or hundred you need to ensure that they always have extra protection they must be using multi-factor authentication another security plus concept if you remember multi-factor authentication where we can where we have more than one factor to authenticate whether you are really the user you claim so that's privileged user management and last is authentication and access management. So this is something which I covered just now, multi-factor authentication and the way you are segregating different type of user, way you are segregating different kind of roles for that user and how you are authenticating them. What are different strategies which you are putting in place to make sure only the person who claims that they are accessing this cloud infrastructure is really the person they are. So that's something which is part of authentication and access management. Okay, we are almost in the end of episode. I really want to cover a few more topics related to security relevant to cloud computing only because that is one of the key concept in the CCSP exam. But we don't have enough time left. I'll be stopping it for now today. And in next week episode, I'll cover the rest security concepts as well as common threats to the cloud-based deployment. So both of them are quite interesting topics and and I really suggest that please don't miss the next episode. And of course, holidays are here. So for sure, you guys must be taking a break as well. I probably will not. But if there is a delay in any episodes, then I'm just on the vacation. But for sure, I'll try to keep up the pace there. And once again, I will want to remind you about the socially technical, which is coming soon and a lot of new information coming from Python, from AWS cloud on that podcast series so just stay tuned i'll put the link for that podcast series in the show notes as well and of course for wisdom app in the show notes as well just follow that and hope to catch up with you guys soon in the next episode bye bye good night and good luck thank you for listening to get certified together if you loved our content then please like and subscribe from your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss the notification for our next episodes and announcements. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.